0: So, Just real quick, I wanted to share, I had another whole thing planned today, but if you'll give me just about 10 minutes, I want to share with you something today. We're in this series called Seven Choices, and we've been talking about coming out of Easter, coming out of uh, a lot of people getting saved, making decisions for God. What are some decisions we can make that will help, help me do what we teach people, and that's to take one step from where you are to where God wants you to be. We've been hanging our hat on these scriptures in Deuteronomy, chapter 30, verse 19, that says, today I've given you a choice between life and death, between blessing and curses. Then he goes on and say, now I call on you, the heavens watching, people are watching. Oh, that you would choose life and that life might also come for your descendants, for those kids that we're praying over today. The other verses in Proverbs where it says, wise choices will Watch over you. What I wanted to give you just in 10 minutes, for those of you who are from Sylvania, you have probably heard about um, what's going on with the Boswell family, little, little Michael Boswell. Um, and I was honored last week to be able to go and, and be a part of a prayer service for him. Essentially, if you don't know who he is, he, he's a 12-year-old that um, found cancer in his leg and it's just out of nowhere and I was really just honored to be a part of a service, be a part of a community that suddenly said well we can rally around this, we can pray for this young man. But I want to take you on a quick simple walk this morning. Um, If you're visiting today, as I know we have a lot of visitors for child dedication, um, just for the next 10 minutes just allow me to be your pastor. Then you can go home to your church and go home But I want to speak something, and really, if you're watching online today, this is for everybody. I think it will be, I don't think, I know, it will be big for all of us if we can just grab a hold of a couple things. And don't worry about the babies, they don't bother me at all. It's music to my ears. But I want to take you on a simple walk. um, Because I want you to have the right biblical perspective on something. So that you can make a wise choice as as we walk out. And what we're going to talk about today, we, we don't need a deep theological debate, but we're going to answer this question. This was a question I was asked last week as we prayed for little Michael. And that question was, does God still heal? You would be amazed how many people. And if this is you, I'm not, I'm not condemning. I'm just bringing you truth. Because a lot of us pray And you say, hey, will you pray for me? I'm sick. Or will you pray for this situation? And we pray starting out with, God, if it be your will. And you really don't need to do that. The Bible is obvious on God's view on healing. And there's probably a thousand different ways I could show you biblically and and teach you this point that God does still heal. But I'm going to give it to you in two scriptures short and sweet today, that you can take home and this will bring peace to you when you're having to choose to believe in faith that God still does miracles today, all right? All right, here we go. The first one is in Acts, chapter 10, verse 34. This is Peter talking. and He makes this statement. He says, I see very clearly that God shows no, and say this word with me, no, no favoritism. In other words, if you're special, you ain't that special. If you think you're special, I'm sorry, but the Bible says that the God who created us sees none of, the, none of us any differently. He doesn't value one over the other. So if that's a truth, then here's your second verse. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, if he doesn't show favoritism, now I'm going to ask you a question, and this is where you respond. Okay? From Bible time through now, how many of you have heard a story or know about God healing anyone? Okay? A lot of hands. Now here's here's the thing. If God is no respecter of persons and he doesn't change, then what does that tell us about him healing today? That he still does because he can't change. And this has to be our starting point. This has to be where we walk with God, that he's never going to change. He's not only never going to leave you, that he's never going to change. He's not giving up, he's not walking off, he's not a 50 50. Because did you know this? Did you know there's some things that God can't do? You know, we, we tell everybody all the time, there's nothing that God can't do. Well, it's not really true. Because there are a couple things God can't do. The first thing is God can't change. He can never change. From, from the beginning of time when he, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, he doesn't suddenly develop new characteristics. God is who he is. And he never changes. The second thing he can't do is think about this. God can't be surprised. Right? Never in heaven were you here. Where did that come from? Jesus, did you know about this? I didn't know about this. I'm so shocked. He's never going to oh, my me. Right? He's never going to say anything that catches him. He's not caught by surprise. Because the Bible says he's laid out time in front of him. Here's another one maybe you haven't thought about. God can't have a new thought. Never again, never in heaven will you hear him go, you know, I just thought about something. It's not going to happen. Why? Because the Bible says he's all-knowing. He's all-wise. He, there's nothing new comes, comes about. So a simple logic, clear in the Bible, again, it's a very easy, not theologically deep, because I want you to walk away with this today. We can say this for with certainty. As you face life, as we go through life and encounter sickness or encounter people that get tragic news, you can look at them confidently and say that God still heals today. There's no need to pray. And again, sometimes it's habit I know when I pray, there's a lot of habits I'm trying to break. I repeat things or say things a certain way. And we'll say God still heals today. And we'll go, God, if it's your will. You can't separate it out into parts. You can't separate it out into little pieces and say, well, God, I'm taking salvation, but this healing thing still doesn't work. Well, if one doesn't work, none of it works. Look what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 4. It says Jesus traveled throughout the region teaching in the synagogues, telling people about the good news. And then it says, and he healed every kind of disease and sickness. If you skip to the end of verse 24, it says, he came across all these people and he healed them all. Why? Because healing is part of your promise. God says, I'm going to send you a helper. I'm going to send you a savior and life is going to come. First Peter says he personally carried it. That by his wounds, we were brought what? Healing. We'll throw it on the screen for you. By his wounds, you were healed. It's a certainty. It's it's a promise, and it's part of the promise. You know, as pastor and usher, you guys can go ahead and do your things. I want to. I shared this Monday. As a pastor, I get asked a lot of hard questions, a lot of questions that there's just no good answer to. One of those questions is this, is why do bad things happen to good people? And I'm, if anybody ever tells you they have the answer to that, you can pretty much chalk it up their line to you or they're guessing. Other, the only answer to this is we live in a fallen world. And I don't know why bad things happen to good people. And good things happen to bad people. I don't know. But there is a question that I'm asked that's easy for me to, easy for me to answer. And that's this statement. Is healing is always God's will. But then I get asked, what is God's will and can I know it? And the answer to that today is most certainly yes. You can. Well, if it was God's will, then it is God's and it's always God's will. So we don't have to add if. And here's what I want you to take home today. That healing is always God's will. Why am I telling you that in relation to this this choices is because you're gonna face times where it's gonna be a choice to believe what God tells you and not what the world tells you. I was, it was, it sounds weird to say, but watching, um, and if the Boswells, if you guys are watching today, we're praying for you, but watching that family on Monday, you could see them just choosing to believe. When the world was telling them crazy stuff's happening, it's not good news, it's bad, it's bad. They go, no, we're gonna believe. We're going to have our church family pray over us. We're going to have people come and pray over us. We're going to follow the word that I know that healing is always God's will. You know, there's a, there's a verse in the Bible or the, the prayer in the Bible that we pray. We call it the Lord's Prayer. And one line of that says, may your kingdom come. And say it with me. May your, may your will, Right? What are we saying? We're saying, God, even if I don't know your will, even if I don't agree with your will, may your will be done here. And his will is always for healing, for life. Jesus said over and over, I will. When the Romans, there was a story in the Bible about a Roman servant who came to Jesus and said, hey, will you come and heal my servant? Jesus says in Matthew chapter eight, he says, I will. I will come. The Bible says in Romans, you can go back to that Romans, that when Jesus died, he died to break the power of sin, but he lives and he lives for the glory of God. He brings life. Our God is not one who's dead. Jesus again said in Matthew 8, I will come and heal him. And then for all of you who call this home, you've heard me say this verse a thousand times. We're going to close today. And I just had it on my heart today. If you're visiting with us today, normally at the the end of our service, I'll have people over to my right, your left. We've got a prayer team and it's their honor to pray for you. But today I'm going to go over and join them when we finish. Because if if you're here today and say, well, Clint, you're talking about healing. I I need somebody to pray for me. I've got a a family member who who needs God to move. If that's you today, then I'm going to ask you after service, while we're singing the last song, service may even dismiss, but I'm going to meet you over there with the prayer team, and we're just going to pray because the Bible gives us very clear instructions. This is a verse that you'll hear me pray. We've been praying it over Emma. If you don't know, I have Emma is my oldest child. And she's a special needs, and we've been praying over her for 20, almost 21 years now. And this is the verse that God gave Melanie. It says, for when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. In other words, when things don't go right, I'm going to get you through it. I'm going to help you endure and, get, and keep moving. Then it says in verse 4, so let it grow. And when your endurance is fully developed, you will." And this version says it will says be perfect, complete, and needing nothing. You'll hear me say over and over, they're whole, complete, and lacking nothing. And that's my prayer today. But, you know, the Bible gives us very specific instructions. And it says at the end of this verse that this prayer will heal sick, that God will move. Again, he hasn't changed. He still will heal. His will is to heal and move. And I wanted to give you this verse and then we're going to sing one more song. It says in James chapter 5, if any of you are sick, you just call the elders of the church to come and pray. You call them together. You pray. And the Bible uses this term, anointing oil. Now don't get super spiritual. Don't go too deep. All that oil was used in the Bible was it was used to represent the presence of God, the power of God. Some some. Tradition, some faith, they take huge vats of oil and dump it over you. Relax if you come. We're not going to do that. But we will take just a little bit. I put a little bit on your head because the Bible teaches it over and over and over. And this verse is very clear. I want you to look what happens in the next verse. It says, such a prayer offered in faith. And I want you to, everybody, read this with me. Such a prayer offered in faith will Say it again. It will. And the Lord will make you well. And I don't know if that's you today, but even I just kind of got a refreshed faith as I was thinking about this this morning and praying over Emma and my children and thinking about dedicating these children that as we walk through life, you're going to have to make a choice someday. To God, the world's telling me something else, but the wisdom of God is the wisdom that I've been put into me it's God, you're still in the miracle business. You haven't closed up shop. You still bring life. You still move. And God, I need you to do that today. Amen? Amen. So is it God's will to heal? Yes. Uh, let's try that again. Is it God's will to heal? Yes. See, it's that easy. It's that easy that we move and make that decision. God, yes. Is it your will? God, yes. Do I know how it's going to work out? No. Does it matter that you can't figure it out? No. But we know that it's his will that healing and life come. Amen? Amen? Amen. Why don't you stand with me? I'm going to pray and bless you. And we're going to sing that chorus again. What a beautiful name. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. That power and life and healing comes in Jesus' name. God, I thank you for today. Again, I thank you we get to dedicate all these kids. God, for those in the room who say, I don't know this Jesus, that you said it's easy. You confess it with your mouth. You believe it in your heart that you sent Jesus to die for us. He was raised and now is sitting at the right hand of the Father. He paid the debt I couldn't pay. And a simple confession of that says, God, I receive everything you had for me. God, I thank you today for faith to rise. God, as our faith moves forward, as our endurance moves us forward, God, that we will see people whole, complete, and lacking nothing. And God, I thank you for it now in Jesus' name.